This is former TNA World Champion Raven, and you're listening to TNA Cross the Line Podcast. Quote the Raven, nevermore. And don't cross the line. Or do cross the line. I'm not really sure if you're supposed to, you're not supposed to. I don't know. Whatever. You get it. TNA Wrestling. Cross the Line. And we're back with bonus episode number six of the TNA Crossline Podcast. I'm Bob Conley Jr. With me, as always, is Dallas Grilly. And this time around, it is the finale of the WWA series. We're watching The Reckoning. Dallas, I know you're pumped for this. Are you going to be depressed when we don't have to watch WWA anymore? <laughs> no. No, Bob. I... I uh... I think I've said it before, either on air or I've definitely said it to you off air, that sometimes I really regret saying, dude, we should watch these WWA shows because neither one of us have ever seen them. They essentially tie into the story of TNA and all of that. But holy shit, have they been painful to get through. Uh, so I'm glad we are finishing off with The Reckoning. And it's their final show ever. They never had another show again. This is it. So what a better way to end the series of the bonus episodes of the WWA bonus episodes with their final show. I th- we had to do it. We couldn't just say, holy crap, four shows were bad. We just can't do the last one. No, that's not what me and Bob do. We had to watch the fifth and the final one. And actually, I think this one has one of the better cards overall. In fact, looking at the card itself, it looks like a TNA show. And so I sort of want to have a positive outlook going into it with um, that mindset. Do you think this has one of the stronger cards of them all? I don't know, man. I don't want to even bother running down it because we're literally going to be watching it right now and we're, we're not going to talk a lot here in the beginning. Um, but I do. I think that this is this looks like a TNA weekly pay-per-view card. It could be. That's why I don't think it's one of the better ones. Oh, I think that is why it's one of the better ones, because that's what we're used to. Listen, I almost died before we did the opening of the show, because I'm having a bowl of Apple Jacks. It's getting soggy. And I got to watch The Reckoning. Right. I almost wrecked my throat. He did, and he almost, I almost thought I was going to have to do the intro to the show, which I i can clearly do. I've done it on Icopod many, many times because Bob keeps missing episodes. But yeah, well, um, so I could have done it if we had to and just kind of went with it. But, you know, I don't want to delay too much here in the beginning. With, with these bonus episodes, if you guys have been listening to our other bonus series, uh, we do the, some notes during the show, but really we're just here to take it all in. We're going to talk about the show. There's nothing to talk about before we get into this one, which is great. Yeah, this is a a breeze of a thing. I believe the runtime for this is literally an hour and 59 minutes. So it's the length of a TNA weekly pay-per-view. Right. Without all the Uh, shit in the beginning. Right. So I guess, Dallas, we can just count down into it, and we're likely just going to watch the show and talk 
shit anyway. Yeah. This is more of a casual viewing than... Yeah, this is going to be more casual. We'll talk about the matches, of course, as we do that, but I'm sure we'll talk about a lot of other things. And, uh, you know, if, if you're listening this far in and you don't know why there's a bonus episode out today, well, that's because TNA Wrestling is on a two-week break and they are airing the best of the X Division special today on... Uh, I'm pretty sure it's it. Yes, the best of the X Division in 2003 special is airing the day this bonus episode is coming out, which is December 24th. And if you uh, think Dallas is a psychopath and would want to watch that show, well, by God, you're right. Because Dallas had hinted at potentially watching it. And I said, absolutely not, because we've already seen it all the time. Well, I the only one I so far, I just regret not watching Pay-Per-View 12 because it's a real thing and there's different interviews on it. These other clip shows don't seem to exist in um, like on the Impact Plus app and stuff like that. So I accept those ones as a loss. Screw that. So I understand. I feel like I'm going to say screw this show, this reckoning show. But I guess. Oh my god! Well, look, can we wait to watch it? This show, uh, <clears throat> it took place on May 25th, 2003, and it aired in at least the United States on June 8th, 2003, which is the date you're going to see on the episode. Um, and that's all the information I'm giving before we get going on this. All right. Well, Dallas, if you're ready, your fans, if you're ready, I guess I'll count down from five. And we'll oh. get this shit show over with. Wait, Bob, before you start, I do want to say, because we're going to probably say it in the middle of the show, but you can watch along with this show. It's actually free on YouTube. So you don't need an Impact Plus app. You don't need a High Spots Network or... Um, Anything like that. You can watch it for free on YouTube and follow along with us. Uh, you know, assuming we're around the same, uh, it's the same footage, then you'll be on time. Maybe they have something we don't. Maybe we have something they don't. I don't know. I didn't compare the files. So I just wanted to throw that out there before we get going in case anyone actually wanted to watch along this show with us. I don't know why you would at this point. Neither. Fuck the WWE. But I'm going to count down from five. And when I say play, if, you're, if you have your YouTube open... Maybe it's on your TV. Maybe you have the app. After I cut down from five and say play, hit the play button. Maybe you have it in your own personal collection. But you probably... <laughs> I, I mean, I do now, but I don't know why. Yeah. I don't know why I have it in my personal collection. But, <clears throat> but here we go. Five, four, three, two, one, play. Holy shit, that's loud as fuck. Hold on, let me turn that down. Buckland, New Zealand, we are. We're at the North Shore Events Center. That little thing was like a Legends of the Hidden Temple face. Dude, it literally looked exactly like Olmec. Olmec, yeah. Oh, look at this, Bob. Are these Nitro Girls? The New Zealand something, I missed what he said. Tama Toa Warriors. What the hell is this? They're doing a New Zealand something or another. It's like a like a chant. They're, they're yelling like the Uso brothers. The Tamatoa Warriors here opening us up on WWA. Well, actually, yeah, this is kind of what the the Usos did in their entrance for a while. It's pretty much the same thing. Does that ring not look tiny as fuck with all those guys in it? 
It most certainly does. This is, is also going to come out and attack them or something. You wish. Come here, look at him zoom in on his face. So I would say that this looks considerably smaller than other shows we have watched of theirs. There's not a giant stage, and it's very dark in the arena, which they've been pretty dark in general. But oh, you think the venue is smaller? Yeah, it feels very small. It, it, it absolutely does, yeah. Oh, so look, Switzerland, December 2002. Sting wins the WWA World Heavyweight title. So we're getting kind of a recap of almost the history of the title, I'm assuming. And I believe Sting won that title. Uh, I think it was. And I think I might even have a couple notes on this. I, I don't know for sure. I can't remember. But um, And then tonight, okay, there here's some audio issues. For the first time ever, I think it said, or something like that. For the first time in wrestling history. Yeah. And that's right. If you've been listening to us, we've been talking about this title versus title, Sting versus Jarrett, WWA versus NWA. I, mean, I feel like it's not it. the first time in wrestling history. I mean, maybe for WWE versus NWA, but title versus title has happened about 5 million times. Highlight Package is featuring a lot of footage from pretty much every show we've watched of theirs, specifically from the last show, it looks like. Which was uh, the Retribution, and it was not good. Well, this is quite the video package. They've also used the same song since, like, the very first show. Okay, we're live from New Zealand. Unless you're watching, you know, on uh, June uh, June 8th. (laughs) It's definitely not live. HBK fears Bret Hart. Bret Hart is supposed to be here tonight. Oh, he is? He is supposed to be on the show tonight. See, Bret equals legend. And I got some stuff we'll talk about that as well. Jeremy Borash, Glenn Gilberti, our ringside on commentary. Can't wait. So, Bob, how many people do you think are in this arena tonight? We're going to play the game we play on our normal feed. 3,500. Wow. You're being generous. I'm, I'm just surprised you guessed that. There's actually 3,000, so you're not too far off. Oh, 3,000. Okay. Is that total or just paid? Um, I don't have a, a separation of that. I don't think so. I'm just saying, just in general. Uh, Mark Mercedes is coming out here. That's right, New Zealand. You heard it. I'm Mark Mercedes. Why is he wearing a superhero shirt? Well, yeah, it says Sydney, and because he's from New South Wales, Australia, and we're in New Zealand, so Australia are the <laughs> they're the heels, man. This, this is like Canada. Canada. This is a Canada. It's literally like Canada and the U.S. <laughs> We're like neighbors, but we hate each other, apparently. Right. Uh, Mark Mercedes is essentially uh, no one. I tried to look up if he did has done anything. and I mean, he wrestled as recently as 2019, but not a lot. Mm-hmm. Kind of a cool setup on our stage here. I like Mercedes. Who's this fucking guy? Oh, shit. It's Rick oh, Steiner. Boy. That's right. We just saw Rick Steiner recently in uh, TNA. Yeah, what did he fought uh, Jarrett, right? Yeah. Wasn't that the same one when uh, Duggan returned to? It sure was, Bob. It sure was. 
Well, let me pull up my notes here. Because I do have some background, I think, kind of, about heading into the show. And actually, I wrote down, if you're interested, so this took place, like like we've said already, May 25th, uh, 2003. There were two shows that happened prior that I have um, the cards of, if you're interested to hear what those are, as a little background heading into the show of the tour. Uh, on May 21st, in Sydney, Australia, 1,800 people were there. And wait, what's this? Uh, Rick Center has a microphone. Does he say anything good? You better get in this ring before one of these New Zealand boys get down to the ring and beat your ass. Look at those tall-ass barricades. I don't like that uh, Steiner's not wearing his headgear. You want some? Come get some. You don't like me? Bite me. That's right. That's a good point, though. I didn't... Um, anyway, that show in Sydney, uh, these are the matches that took place as they start brawling here on the outside of the ring. Chris Sabin defeated Frankie Kazarian. Conan defeated Disco Inferno. Tio won a three-way over Puppet and Meatball. Remember Meatball, Bob? I do. How could you forget? Um, Jerry Lynn defeated Johnny Swinger. Then there's a hardcore match where Crowbar defeated Mark Mercedes. Sabu defeated Joe E. Legend. There's a WWA Cruiserweight title match where Lynn defeated Sabin to win the title. And then the WWA title match, Sting won a three-way over Rick Steiner and Shane Douglas. Hmm. That's a weird match, isn't it? Steiner with a crossface in the middle of the, well, almost in the middle of the ring, but Mercedes not giving up, so now he's going to get crossface in the middle of the ring. And it does not look like Rick Steiner's being delicate. It looks like Dallas is having pancakes for dinner or waffles. I saw some syrup. Maybe it was French toast. I don't know. Uh, it's actually salad. Oh, bummer, dude. <laughs> I know. Um, and then, so then there's another show. Sorry, so, yeah, sorry. I had to put I put some dressing on my salad. I had to take a pause real quick. Mercedes with a German suplex with Rick Steiner landing on his head. Uh, so then there's a show on May 23rd in Melbourne, Australia, where 2,000 people were in attendance. And the following matches took place. Crowbar defeated Mark Mercedes. Tio won a three-way over Puppet and Meatball. Rick Steiner defeated Joe E. Legend. Jerry Lynn won a four-way to keep the Cruiserweight title over Chris Sabin, Frankie Kazarian, and Johnny Swinger. He doesn't Swinger doesn't seem like a Cruiserweight to me, but, you know, teach their own. Uh, Shane Douglas defeated Sabu. And then the WWA title match. I w- you wouldn't have made me guess this one, but Sting defeated Disco Inferno. Yeah, see... I'm glad that wasn't televised. That right. Right. So that's kind of a little bit of a background kind of heading into what we're watching here. And I have some other stuff. I don't have a ton of notes, so I really I'm going to try to make these last throughout our show just so we can have some discussion during slower moments. As Mercedes had a headlock on Rick Steiner, and now he, he let go of it, and he's just kind of got grabbing his chin. And then he gave him a shitty kick to the back. I'm trying to figure out who Mercedes reminds me of. Hmm. I gotta say, also, Bob, I feel like the crowd is louder at this show 
compared to a lot of the other WWE shows that we've watched. Some of them, it sounds like the people are just like sitting on their hands and they have tape on their mouth. But, um, yeah, I kind of, I, I I do notice that that they seem more uh, amped up. I guess like really excited. Maybe I know JB is on commentary, but maybe he's running around. Maybe he's standing up and like, come on, come on. Waving a towel or something. Like, come on, guys, be excited. I'll be honest. That really wouldn't fucking surprise me. If whoever's loudest can go backstage. And then you can have a, a t-shirt. You want, you want a fucking t-shirt? Whoever's loudest can go backstage and meet Johnny oh, Devine. That's right. Johnny Devine. Out of everybody on the roster. He's not even on the show. Top rope bull. So exactly. Top rope by Rick Steiner. Is that it? Oh, wow. If you don't That's like good. me, bite me. I do like seeing a top rope bulldog, so I'll give him that. Why does this feel like it's at a concert? Like a concert venue? Yeah. It very well could be. I will, uh, I'll look into that right now for you. It could be. I, mean, I know Andrew McManus used to promote concerts. Well, the first match is complete, and we're at 10 minutes and 45 seconds. Dude, we're... that match went less than probably seven minutes. If you give me one second, I will give you the exact time on that. Uh, it just says it's an indoor arena, so you could easily have it there. It has a capacity of only 4,179, so when you think that they had 3,000 in there, that's not too bad. Because yeah. the ring and all that takes up a good chunk of that, so not too bad. <clears throat> you know what's crazy, Dallas, is uh, if this was being shown in like May, mm-hmm. or uh, recorded in May, and it aired in June, when it was airing, Gilberti was being presented as a main event guy in TNA. Well, there you go. That's why he's fighting Sting for the WWE title. Uh oh, lights are going out. Who's lights are out. Oh yeah, that match went three minutes and forty nine seconds. That went three. It felt longer than three minutes. I think so too. What was that? It's still dark. Oh, up here it sounds like the Stinger. Is it? He said up here, but we don't... We, Over we, here, cameraman. Up here, doofus. <laughs> I don't know where he is. <clears throat> so this is telling you that they didn't tell production where Sting is going to be. Well, how can you tell? You can't see nothing. Well, normally you'd like, hey, Sting's going to be up in Rafter 15 or whatever. and Where is he, dude? They had to raise the lights up because they have no fucking idea where he is. Where? There he is. Turn the lights down again. Stizinger is in the house. That's not even the Raptors. There's a chair so he can sit down. That's actually his locker room. I'm back. Black. He hasn't been anything but black since fucking 1999. (laughs) He was back in black in April of 1999. Why is he saying that? I don't know. 
It's like the song, I guess. Is like New Zealand that far behind? Well, remember. Oh, bloody it, hell. We just watched Halloween Havoc 1998. At least in Australia, they're only showing one TNA pay-per-view a month out of all of them. So if you think about it, if they're doing that with WCW, they actually might be behind. Ooh. Hey, well, that match happened. And Sting just made an appearance killing his pop before his main event. I, and I've always hated that. Don't kill the pop. Do a backstage interview if you want to do it. Oh, fuck yeah. Oh, fuck yeah, Bob. It's Puppet. Puppet. There's a really good chance, Bob, this is the last time you and I will ever watch a Puppet match. Um, I disagree. You don't? You think it, we'll see more? Yeah. Oh, okay. And I I think I know the show where we see him again. Wait, you're telling me that Puppet's <laughs> about to make a comeback? Bloodymidgets.com. Okay. Go ahead, Bob. Google that for me. I'm not Googling that. I think it's probably arrested. I'm going to look up this pay-per-view. If it's right, I will tell you the pay-per-view in which we will see him again. No, I'm wrong. Okay. Well, maybe we won't see him again. You know what will tell me? Fucking cage match will tell me. I feel like we definitely see this guy again. You stand up. You shut up. And you, and you bow to him. To me. Bow to puppet, motherfuckers. You know why? Because midgets are the true stars of this world. That's words from Puppet, guys. I knew it. I knew it. We do see him again. Oh, wow. Okay, Hell I take yeah. back what I said. Hell yeah. I was saying that because we haven't seen them since 2002, and now we've only seen them because of uh, WWE bonus episodes. Do you want me to tell you when we'll see him again or no? Is it a weekly pay-per-view? That's all I need to know. No. Oh, okay. Then you can tell me, because that means we'll have some time. There are two more times that we will be seeing Puppet. Okay. It's in 2004. Really? It's uh, the TNA, the best damn wrestling event, period. One and two. I don't even know if I've heard of those shows. Yeah. Well, we're going to be fucking watching those. Awesome. Who uh, the hell is yeah. this guy? Oh, Meatball. He's got a makeover. He's got no hair. I was going to say, he's bald. He still did his like gimmick where he looks. he's supposed to be shaking his head. And his you know hair what? Up. I think this might be... Oh, uh, wait a minute. Yeah, I think this is a good makeover. He looks more like a psychopath. Well, yeah. What? You said he... <laughs> He had an affair with a full-figured woman? Yeah. Meatball. Everywhere you go, I go, you've been talking. You haven't destroyed this one yet. That's right. You can't destroy Meatball. They wrestled with a cake in the TNA See, now, Asylum. Now, JB just called him. Are we allowed to say the M word or no? Um, I am only saying it when they are saying it. I'm repeating what they are saying. I'm quoting JB. Right. That's what I was just doing. I was just quoting uh, Puppet. Okay. He JB just called 
meatball, a full-sized midget. Here comes Tio, of course, the favorite. Hit the world's smallest extreme athlete is what he's billed as. I would have Tio. I think Tio should win the uh, X Division Championship. I like the sign that says North Shore Events Centra, as if you don't know where we are. It's on the, like both sides. Yeah, it's funny. Uh, yeah, Tio could definitely be an X Division champion. I could definitely see him winning against Michael Shane, since apparently no one else can. Tio gropes every girl. These guys were just arguing, and now they're aligned. <laughs> you thought so. Puppet went for a roll-up on Meatball. I'm just saying, Meatball is one of my favorite wrestler names, I think. Look at him. Ugh. I met a dog at a dog, dog park once, Bob, and his name was Meatball. And he was this, like, thick bulldog, very chunky. And he, like, had poop dribbling out of his butthole. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's fucking true, I'm telling you. Ask Austin. He was there. God. If you wrote in our group chat and said, "Do you like who's Meatball?" He'd be like, "A oh, fuck." <laughs> He'd do exactly. Jägermeister and Red Bull is what is uh, someone's favorite drink. We're hearing. Oh, Meatball takes down Tio with one club, whips him into the corner here. I oh, those were like, a splash. I used to love Red Bulls, and then I almost had a heart attack, so I just stopped drinking them. Spaghetti meatballs. Oh, Gilberti, you're so funny. Yeah, you get a lot of firsts for WWE, and tonight you're going to see one of the last. It is the last. Just kidding. It's literally yeah, the last one show. Of the, one of the firsts for WWE is uh, Gilberti being in the main event. Oh. Tio drops Toehold's puppet into meatballs' balls in the corner. Crowd is going nuts for Tio. This might be better than AJ Daniels and Joe. Well, you're going to have to review it for wrestling recaps, so really let us know. I'm not going to. I'm not reviewing these these shows. Meaning you're going to watch all these shows again? Absolutely not. I'm good. This is just... This feels like the Three Stooges fighting. Tio 619. The 3 foot 11, excuse me. My God. On uh, Meatball. And now Tio is going to the top rope. What is he going to do? Is this going to be... Oh, Swanton Bomb. Is he going to... Is that it? One, two. Oh, wow. Damn it. Puppet Lock. Puppet didn't really do anything. I know. Was that a showcase for Tio? I feel like usually matches that Tio are in are. You know, if there's a... Uh, if there's, like, a, a TNA night... Impact Wrestling, T.O. needs to be on it. I agree with that. As long as T.O. is, in fact, alive. I'll check in that second thing, because I want to see if he's still active. Now, that match went three minutes and 14 seconds. Reminder, 
Everyone, reminder, we are watching a two-hour show, and both matches have been under four minutes so far. Yeah, how, what the hell are you going to do to fill a time? Or is a match on here like 40 minutes long? That sounds absolutely terrifying. Oh, Tio is inactive. As far as I can tell, he's still alive, though. Oh, oh, oh. I don't know what that production glitch was. Oh, it's uh, Johnny Swinger. Johnny Swinger is going to make a statement loud and clear tonight. His destiny was written a long time ago. He said, loud! (laughs) An expensive Jerry Lynn, Chris Saban, and Frankie Kazarian. Frankie Kazarian. Swinger and Kazarian could be a tag team. They look pretty much the same. Okay, Bob, I don't want to freak anyone out here, but Tio, Tio's active on Twitter. If this is the right Tio, I think it is. Yes. Extreme Tio T is his Twitter handle. Jesus Christ. Why does that not even look like Kazarian? Because, I don't know, the lighting and the, he's is almost the a feature from Kazarian. Yeah. Hey, don't insult Johnny Swinger. Tonight, everyone here in New Zealand and watching around the world will find out why I'm the future. And the future looks good. And then he, like, awkwardly looks back and they zoom in on the penis. Oh, nice. What is this? TNA? Come on, Vince Rizzo. What are you doing? He's coming out. Hardcore matchup next. Oh, it's Devin part. Storm. Devin Storm, excuse me. I actually didn't know which name he was going to go by either, to be honest with you. Crowd actually popped for him, so that's good. False count anywhere in the building. Now, uh, he's had some good matches with uh, Sabu, especially the cage match. That might be the best WWE match we've seen. I agree with that. Uh, Bob, do you have any indie news on Devin Storm? Uh, no. Oh, oh, that's right. Wrong show. Wrong show. Not that I would necessarily even remember to do it on that show anyway. Bob's going to get better in 2004, guys. Okay, he is. Yeah, at some point. I'll it's get gonna... really good when we get to Impact when it's like four guys on a show. Well, that's true. Be really good. Here comes his opponent. It's Conan. K-Dog. Oh, my God. Good Lord. Are we serious? I'm looking forward to this. Yo, yo, yo. Where are my dogs at? (laughs) Oh, my God. This guy's going to wrestle a street fight with a freaking Houston Rockets jersey on? (laughs) Yeah. What are you talking about here? Duh. They keep, like, sneaking weapons in the ring. Steve Francis? Steve Francis, Houston Rockets jersey, and he's about to fight. Oh, he's taking it off. Never mind. Good. All right. He's, at least he's not going to damage. It's inside out now, but at least he's not going to damage. Balls count anywhere. No rules, man. Here we go. This is absolutely ridiculous. I cannot believe. Thank Conan and Devin Storm. Okay. Yeah. I mean, Devin Storm, cool. I'm all about it. I'm body body and I'm rowdy rowdy on Devin Storm. But fucking Conan. Well, here, to make it better, let me read you a note from the Wrestling Observer for from this. Okay. What does Dave have to say? 
Um, I have a good one, but I'm saving that one. Uh, so this is from the May 19th, 2003 Observer Newsletter. And it said here that Bret Hart is going, well, will be going to appear in Australia and New Zealand in conjunction to the upcoming WWA tour. And he is going to appear on the 525 pay-per-view from Auckland. While it is being advertised that Hart will referee the NWA versus WWA title unification match with Jeff Jarrett versus Sting, which apparently Sting has said would be his last appearance with the company, which tells you the probable outcome. Wow, spoiler, Dallas. Jeez, thanks. Sorry. Uh, well, we don't know for sure. Uh, it is very unlikely that that will happen. And now, I think it's extremely important to point out, and Dave does as well, uh, he he suffered a stroke not not super long before this. Wait, so it's unlikely that Brett will be being the referee? Yeah, that Brett will be the referee. Springboard moonsault here by uh, Stormford. That was nice. However, it is said that he will appear probably in a commissioner role, but at this point, nothing has been decided or agreed upon other than he's going to be doing some autograph sessions and will appear on the show. Mm-hmm. The last word we were given is that WWE is that Hart uh, will be in uh, to in a to-be-determined capacity. Well, I'll tell you, my favorite commissioner in WWE history is Sid. That's my favorite. The crowd's chanting, we want tables. Will they get them? Is this in a Dudley Boys match? Oh, trash can lid shot to the face. But Devin's fine. That's good enough for a two count. I'm surprised, Dallas, that you're eating a salad and it doesn't go right through you immediately. And let me tell you, ladies and gentlemen, I'm more I'm more interested in describing to you Dallas eating a salad than I am this match. Because I'll tell you right now, he just scarfed in about four forkfuls of green leaves down his <laughs> fucking gullet. Conan clotheslines Devin Storm outside the ring. Shit. You guys ever go to like a pet store and you put <laughs> fucking food in a fish tank and all the fish just go <laughs> up to the top? That's exactly what Dallas just did. To be fair, every time I've had salad when I'm, oh Conan grabs the guardrail. Every time I've had salad when we do one of these shows, I can't eat it fast enough and it gets soggy as fuck. So I'm trying to eat. Well, force. That was, my, that was like my apple jacks that I almost choked on. Oh, Devin Storm whipped into the guardrail. Yeah. Lands on that. On the aisle. In the on the ramp, actually. Gilbert is worried about fans. Now, oh, wait, now we're going up the ramp. The last time uh, Devin Storm had been over here, he jumped off the top of it. What is he? Oh, he's sucking the dick of the fucking thing that Kazarian was in front of. And then he hit him over the back with it. The Polynesian phallic guy is what Glenn Gilberti just called him. And then he threw it at the referee who didn't take a referee bump. Maybe this referee should be working for TNA. Come on, Devin. Oh, and there goes the oh. fucking. Oh, that, nope, it's this is up. dangerous. Conan's not dead, Gilbert. Cut you one more time. Come one on, more time. I, I need Devin Storm to win this match. Just for my own sanity. 
Try to bring him to the back of their ringside area. Well, it is there it goes, it, dude. Did they just bring the set, break the set for the rest of the show? Do you think? Do you think it's broken? I would imagine so. Yeah. The um, what do you call it here? The uh, this match is a this match is uh, falls count anywhere. Yeah. So why is Gilberti insisting that they go back to the ring? You don't. Because he's being a punk, man. That's the only thing I can think of. I think he knows the rules of the, of the match. That's pretty embarrassing. Who's who's bleeding? Is Conan bleeding? Is he? Oh, yeah, he is. I see blood. Conan did a blade job. <laughs> I don't even know why, but... Why would maybe on the entrance thing? Well, it doesn't matter. Devin Storm's got the steel steps. And I was grabbing the guardrail. I'm sure this is going to end real well. Brother. Oh, God. He's setting up the guardrail. You know, on the I'm nervous about the, the legs of the guardrail. Well, yeah, how can you not be? Stop like that. Oh, he better not get, like, backdropped onto that. He's definitely going to. Gilberti's comparing the guardrail on the stairs as a dangerous playground that kids play on. Well, I don't know about you, but when I go to a playground, I fucking look for a guard railing. Right. And try to wedge it onto stuff. Right. I mean, that is absolutely the first thing that I do. Uh-oh. Conan. Oh, oh. Conan just tossed... Uh, storm over the top rope from uh, a power slam position and then basically power slam over the top onto the ramp. Yeah, but his feet mostly had it. It didn't look very good. Well, there's Dallas to uh, ruin the illusion. I mean, holy shit. Holy yeah, oh my god, that was worse than mankind getting thrown off the top of hell in his You're damn right. He essentially got punctured. Yeah. What was what was the worst fall? Mankind falling off of the cage, or crowbar being thrown over the top rope onto guardrail? It's it's crowbar getting thrown over the top rope. It's like not even close, right? Right. I'd fall off the hell in the cell before I did this. Oh, me too. Brings him in with the suplex. Conan rolls through, goes for a cover one, two. No, kick out a two. Ooh. Look at this super detailed replay screen. It's all blue. <laughs> they couldn't even be bothered to put a WWE logo on it. Right. They give up. They give up. Their last show, they're like, care. what could Conan be thinking here? Oh, Conan got sent into the chair and then proceeded to basically push both of his forearms into the chair to pretend as if he had his face to it. Uh, leg drop to the groin by Storm to Conan. Come on, Storm. Oh, oh. leaping back out low. That's got to be it. Two. 
Let's go, crowbar. Let's go, crowbar. What's your favorite Conan match, Dan? My favorite Conan match? Um, this one. This is your favorite Conan match? <laughs> no. I don't know. I'm sure there's a right answer to this, and I don't know it. A Northern Lights chair-assisted suplex. Well, obviously, the best Conan match is, in fact, against the Parka on Worldwide in 1998. And everybody knows that. I believe you. Another contender is against Silver King on WCW Pro. It's also probably pretty good. I'm making both of those up, but you know what? Oh. Knowing WCW, they probably both have them. Oh, back to the railing over the chair in uh, the ring steps and the uh, apron. Well, now it's Conan's turn, right? Do you? No, he's not going to. No, because, yeah, Conan's going to lay over it, lay on top of it. Clearly, there's actual, like, spring to it, so I feel like whatever's going to happen here isn't going to hurt too bad. Slingshot, big splash onto the guard railing. That's it, dude. That did it. He didn't even pin him, though. Yeah, he did. He was on top of him. I heard the Bullshit. There was no way. That was so quick. I don't make those calls. You're what? Devin Storm just beat Conan? What the hell? That might be the biggest win in Devin Storm's career. Oh, here's Crusade. Oh, throw back, Bob. S E X. Sex. Sells. <laughs> the former X Division champion here. No, he's the current X Division champion. Well, current. Here, former in our land. You're so old that you're not even living anymore. You're dying. Like it. Those seats do not look fucking comfortable at all. At least there's a back to them. Yeah, but that's like thin pieces of plastic on wooden bleachers. Sports Entertainment Extreme, Bob. Okay. This is not a joke. Let's face it. I'm great, and you're not. That was fucking awful. Jerry Lynn. What are the chances of Jerry Lynn being like, Jerry Lynn? That's a horrible I mean, I think it's guaranteed, right? The WWE Cruiserweight title looks like a piece of shit. Yeah, it really does. I've been wrestling a lot longer than those three combined. I've been wrestling longer than those three guys being alive. That's what you should have said. Light heavyweight Cruiserweight X-style wrestling. Get ready. He's about to do it. 
I'm going to walk out with the WWE Cruiserweight Champion. But the three-time NWA TNA X Division Champion. Could he do it? Oh, he didn't. Jerry. <laughs> Damn it. All right, so this match, Bob, should be pretty freaking good, I think. Well, I if you're following along at home, we are at 37 minutes and 39 seconds, and Johnny Swinger is on his way out. Cruiserweight Johnny Swinger. Well, I mean, if you just look at the guy, clearly he's a cruiser. Yeah. I mean, he's fucking almost Scott Steiner sized. He's just 27 here. And also, to be fair, Scott Steiner is the master of the Frankensteiner. That is true. Okay, look at the hips. The swing thing. Yeah. I'm a future champion. Everyone's like, okay. That just happened. I wonder if this is where Gilberti realized he needed to recruit Swinger for his group. Oh. Frankie, the future Kazarian. Hmm. Kazarian decided to become a wrestler at the age of 18 when he met Bret Hart, the same commissioner. He's going to be on the show. And then seven years later, by God, he's made it. He's on a WWA show. Yeah, and, and Bob, this this is before his first appearance in TNA, so which is kind of cool. Oh, do you hear the ICX song? I do hear it. Throwback. He should have came through the crowd. They should have had him come out of a broom closet. Right. I wonder if Chris Haven still has the sex shirt. I would have to guess. This native of Detroit, Michigan. How are we almost 40 minutes into this show? And we've gone through pretty much half the show. Um, I have a feeling the Sting versus Jeff Jarrett main event is going to go a lot longer than we want. There's no way. There's no way. WWE Cruiserweight Champion Jerry Lynn. I'm really curious as to what is potentially left on the show. Look at that shitty title. Well, good thing it's not on a shitty person because Jerry Lynn's my hero. Well, yeah, he's making it look good. Okay, Bob, who's your pick? Who's gonna Who's gonna win the unification match? Well, I feel like we already know. I don't know. The unification match, and last time I checked, Johnny Swinger wins. <laughs> Damn it. You're right. Is this a elimination, or is this one fall to the finish? Uh, I believe it's one fall to the finish, but I guess I don't know the right answer to that. Yeah, so Bob, as you mentioned, we're we're 41 minutes, three seconds into this show here. 
we are more than halfway done now, officially, after this match is finished. And we, we, only got, we only got two more. You're telling me that after this, we have Sting and Jarrett in one more match? Yeah. And the runtime for this is an hour and 59 minutes. Yeah. What's the next, what's the other match? Well, that's going to spoil it. Just fucking tell me. Four away, dropkick. Okay, the next match is Joe E. Legend versus Sabu. Okay, well, I guess this match could probably go 20. Sabu, he's more than capable of going 40. Well, listen, it's be- an hour. there's kind of a reason for this, though, Bob, and that is because there was another match advertised. Uh, and that was Erica Porter versus Medeja, I believe, was supposed to be taking place. Who? Erica Porter versus Medeja. I know who Medeja is. Who the hell is Erica Porter? I don't know. She's from UWF, I believe. Uh, but that's also not the only match that was like advertised that's not happening. <clears throat> uh, this is the original card for this show. Okay. Originally, Sabu was supposed to face off against Shane Douglas. Then this match is, as is, Erica Porter, Medeja. The T.O. Puppet meatball match was the same as well. Joey Legend was supposed to be facing Rick Steiner. And Rick Steiner, or sorry, and Crowbar was supposed to face Conan still. So we had a bit of a mix-up that, that, that what was advertised, or at least what was supposed to be happening. Uh, but kind of going off of what I was saying with Medeja, though... There's a reason that match isn't happening. She just simply never showed up at the airport to leave and hadn't talked to anyone in the company since. She just didn't didn't go. Andrew McManus did live announcing inside the building. Uh, This is going off of the May 21st show, so she didn't come on this tour at all. Uh, He he did it inside the building, and people were rolling their eyes about how bad he did, uh, particularly when he pointed out how small the crowd was. And talked about how Vince McMahon had taken Scott Steiner from him. Who did this? McManus did? Yes. Then on the May 23rd show that drew 2000 in Melbourne, McManus once again joked about all the empty seats. Back to the Future by Frankie Kazarian to Sabin. Swinger breaks it up. Um, he joked about the seats, uh, saying that some trams were delayed. And then said, if you believe that, you'll believe anything. McManus, before the show started, also referred to, quote, the writers in the back and the program so listed the uh, listed Glenn Gilberti as script consultant. So McManus was taking all these shots, but Daisy doesn't show up. The card got shuffled. Whoa. Scott Steiner has left. Scott Steiner left. And he was addressing this on this show? No, that was on the two shows before that, kind of leading up. So these are still like events kind of leading up to this show. Okay, so he's making comments about Scott Steiner leaving when Scott Steiner left almost six months ago. Right. Actually, six months ago. He left and he was in WWE by November of 2000. Big crossbody by Jerry Lynn onto Swinger and Saban. It is also being said, by the way, that the, the May 21st show in particular that very little PR PR work was done and that the show is uh, heavily papered. So I wouldn't be surprised if, like you mentioned, is this 3,000 papered? Probably a lot of it is. That's probably why they're all excited, because they got a free wrestling show. 
Yeah. Moments ago, here's the the crossbody again. Uh, WBA, they're not really that great with these uh, replays. They're picking some dull moves. Right. Crossbody at the top rope. Who cares? Big year four here by Swinger. For some reason, they've decided to put a spotlight on it. Why not, dude? Come on, Swinger. Saban's on the top rope. Looks like he's going to jump off. and Oh, Kazarian's on the opposite corner. Oh, leg drop splash combo. Two different unique ways to break up a submission maneuver. Thank you, JB, and all your great commentary. A compound fracture. Double pin. One, two. They both kick out. I could just fall asleep right now, I think. I really hope you don't do that. Why not? Here, I'll even lower my screen. That way you can see me. I'm fully, I am fully reclined in my comfortable recliner. I've got a sleeping-induced WWE show on my computer. What else do you need? Whoa, nice counter. Pop up. Oh, Jerry Lynn nice. countered that into a hurricane, Rana. Tilt a whirl, backbreaker on Saban. One, two, Kazarian breaks it up. The future, Frankie Kazarian. An AEW superstar currently beating up an AEW coach. Let's see. Jerry Lynn counters that Irish whip. Kazarian goes into the corner, puts the boot up. Lynn ducks a clothesline by Saban. Kazarian with a sunset flip into a German suplex combo, but Johnny Swinger broke it out. What the heck did JB just say? Sunset flip, double bridge, German pin attempt. JB doesn't know wrestling moves. Swinger with the Indian Deathlock on uh, Saban. I've now got a full screen replay. They've really just... I don't care what they're doing. What? Jerry Lynn's now got a Dragon Sleeper on Swinger, who's got the Deathlock on Saban. Now what is Kazarian going to possibly do? He's got to do something, right? Oh! oh. Why inverted... <laughs> <laughs> Why did he have to do a fucking somersault to put on a, a neck vice? Well, because it, it's an X Division oh, cruiserweight match, so. Double Scorpion Death Drop. Now everybody's knocked out. That was so unnecessary. Coming off the ropes, jumps up. Flips over, misses Lynn, and then goes back to just do a simple neck vice. Seven. No one's got up to their feet and he stopped counting. <laughs> Classic ref, man. Jerry. Jerry. Oh, swinger to the uh, apron. Oh, yes. Yeah, the middle yes. rope leg drive, baby. 
Now you got my attention, WWA. <clears throat> we might not ever see that in TNA ever again. Oh, oh Lynn was going to go for a dive, but Kazarian took Jerrylin's head off, and he goes for a dive. <gasps> oh! <laughs> oh my God, Boy, dude! He did he not catch him at all. He fucking dove over him. Wow! Like a missile. Jeez. Saban and Jerry Lynn. Saban letting us know earlier that Jerry Lynn is uh, dying. Barely alive. He's that old. This is a clothesline. Springboard. Oh, Lynn with a somersault dive to the floor onto Swinger and Saban. Well, now Saban's got to do one, right? It's like part of the rules. You're going to jump off the top rope type of thing? Yeah, he'll probably do that. I would after I saw what Kazarian just went through and nearly dying. Well, he is just waiting. They're counting him out. Oh, at the North Shore Events Centra. There it is. Oh. oh, my God, a springboard. He also almost landed on his head, but he rotated enough, luckily. Yeah, I mean, this has just been a terrifying match. All four men knocked out. Is the referee counting? Probably not. The leap of faith. That's what Chris Saban calls it. I didn't know that. Well, now we know. Poor Ash Griff totally made that up. Well, well. Does uh does Borash ever do impact commentary? He does actually, yeah. It's pretty late though. Like it doesn't have well, as a regular commentator, he does it really like toward the end of his run there. I'm bad with years, so I don't want to say a year and be totally wrong here, but I'll look it up. Is it roughly around the time when he has a match with uh, Josh Matthews? Uh, he might be right on that. Whoa, huge top rope German suplex. Saving onto Kazarian. And all four men, once again, laid out in the middle of the ring. Full screen replay. The German release. Um, so March 2017... Borash was appointed as lead play-by-play announcer on Impact Wrestling by Jeff Jarrett. And that is when he was involved with a feud with fellow announcer Josh Matthews. Oh, wow. Wave of the future. The Swinger Stinger. Going for the cradle pile driver. It was more like the fucking franchise or whatever Shane Douglas called it. TKO? Hey, Draylon, get him. One, two. Oh, Draylon almost became a double champion. <clears throat> Kazarian slingshot, DDT. On to saving. I mean, once they started doing all these dives, it's actually gotten uh, significantly better. Right. 
Um, as as a uh, end note on the JB doing commentary thing, it, it looks like he was mostly the commentator on Explosion uh, up until Josh Matthews ended up taking over, and then he he always did a bunch of backstage interviews. Of course, we know that. But then he, in March twenty first, two thousand sixteen, he returned to the Impact Wrestling commentary. After the Pope, who was the color commentator, was attacked by Bobby Lashley. So, yeah, he, he did commentary quite a bit uh, toward his end of his run in TNA. Yeah. Lindis did a springboard somersault powerbomb lead into a superplex out of the corner. Zeroing on Saban in the suplex part. Uh, so, Borash did explosion? It appears so, yeah. I mean, I, I don't know if he always did it. I don't know if that's accurate, but he the did for a swing. I swing it for a two count on Jerry Lynn. Saving with a oh. swinging backbreaker on Kazarian. One. The bum rush. Is it because he lands on his bum? I don't understand that. By Saban on Swinger. Swinger bails to the floor. Oh. Is that it? No, Jalen almost save. got it. Saving with the save. It was close, but it just wasn't meant to be. That was the, uh, we're referencing the Kryptonite Crunch that Jalen performed. Kazarian and Saban are the only two in the ring. Oh, oh I thought he was going to go way for the future. Save encounters. Kick by Kazarian. He's going to go for a top row move. That crotch by Saban. Uh-oh. What's going to happen? The future shock. That's got to be it. Oh, Swinger almost broke it up, but that's a three. You can't. Winner, still X Division champion, and the new WWA Cruiserweight champion, the future Chris Sabin. What do you think that Chris Sabin would say if you walked up to him and said, "You're my favorite WWA Cruiserweight champion"? Uh, he would do the typical wrestler thing and be like, "Oh man, thanks, dude. That was a great part of my career." Thank you so much. I can't believe someone remembered that. Uh, yeah, that's just... I had a lot of fun on those uh, three shows I was on. Yeah, those tours were a lot of fun. They really were. Here's your replay. Every time we cut to a replay, we get a giant screen takeover of, like, the logo. Yeah. Which is different than the logo name that they showed in the opening of the show. That's true. That wasn't a bad match, though. That was fun. I thought. 
But if you're following along, we have 50, we're at 57 minutes and nine seconds, and we have two matches left and an hour left of the show. Which is just absolutely terrifying. An hour, Bob. Fucking an hour. Well, this was your bright idea. I'm saying, I'm telling you right now, dude, this is the best WWE show so far. <laughs> well, I don't know. That's tough. That That's a tough thing to even decide. Right. Uh, yeah. Just for reference, that last match that we just saw was 14 minutes and 57 seconds. There's Okay, all these matches feel like they're at least double the length. Right. Like the well, first one that was three minutes, that felt like it was at least seven. I might have accidentally saw how long this next match is, and I'm not going to tell you. Dallas, if you don't tell me, I'm going to fucking look it up. <laughs> oh, wait a second. The franchise Shane Douglas is here. Oh, and guess what? His arm's in a fucking cast. <laughs> because yeah. I'm telling you, Shane Douglas constantly has a bad elbow, and it's absolutely amazing. Former ECW World Heavyweight Champion. Is he acting like a baby face or what? Well, yeah, they love him. You know what? I'm kind of surprised that uh, Raven was never on a uh, WWE tour. Cut the bloody damn. <laughs> Cut the bloody damn music, Bob. That's what Shane Douglas just yelled. Oh my God. Cut the bloody damn music. I love my testicles. Throwback. Look, he's doing the fingers, but he can barely move them because he's in the cast. I'm the fan. Well, it's good that you know his fingers are basically positioned that way. Well, and good thing the cast is like bent like that, of course, because I mean that's how his arm always is when he's talking. That piece of shit, Vince McMahon took my sport. And turned it into a goddamn cartoon. Well, and you were part of that, buddy. Dean Douglas, okay? Yeah, and you know what? He'd probably go fucking back, too, so it's fine. I don't know. I don't know if he would. He would go back in a heartbeat. If they were like, hey, franchise, we will give you uh, a Wendy's cheeseburger and 50 bucks a night. He'd be like, I'm in. That was his only run in in WWE, correct? No, he had one before then. He had one before that. Yeah. Uh, what was it, 1990? Really? Yeah. And yeah. Was he and just he, like an enhancement guy or something? Or did he... He didn't well, do anything. No, right? No, I mean, he was... Um, I mean, he didn't really necessarily get a push. But I remember there was a Madison Square Garden show. I think it was like 19... It was like 1990. I can't remember who he fought. <clears throat> but the referee for it was atrocious. So bad. Hmm. Probably the, one of the worst referees I've ever seen in my life. Wow. Uh, but yeah, but Shane Douglas was there, I think, for like a year. And then he left because his dad was sick. And he went to WCW. Got fired from there. Or left there. Went to ECW. And he went, to, went back to WWF as Dean Douglas. I don't Yeah, I didn't know that. That's pretty interesting. Win or lose, Canterbury sucks. What does that mean? I don't know. There's also a sign that said Raw spoiler, Triple H wins. 
the hell's that guy? Uh, that was uh, Axelron. Okay, so Shane Douglas is strictly out here to get heat. He's just talking shit. Talking about the World Cup. Russell Toots. <laughs> Russell Toots. Russell Toots. Get out of here. Is it Coots or Toots? He didn't like being a New Zealander. What the fuck? How does Shane Douglas know this? He went, he went from Australia to... or from New Zealand to Australia? Russell Toots, who won the World Cup? Dude, I have no idea. I'm so confused at what's happening. Australia. Franchise knows how to hit a raw nerves. So if I had to take a guess, Shane Douglas got injured. That's why he was taken off of the actual match card. They lost the Medasia match. So now they're like, Shane, go kill like 15 minutes and just start yelling. I'm assuming we're going to get a baby face out here to like shut him up, right? Goldberg. Goldberg. Bring on Disco. Paul Heyman. You can all kiss my ass. I hope that Shane Douglas comes out at the main event and just throws all the belts down. And say, this I, is I think that's a great idea. It sounds like they're chanting for Sabu, which I think I said was they his absolutely original. Are. Yep, there's a Sabu sign even. Sabu Sabuicidal. That's a, that's a sign in the crowd. Yes, how long is this fucking Sabu legend match? Guess. 26 minutes. No, no, not that bad. Shorter? Yeah, it's shorter than that. 18. That's, it's just about that. 1725. I don't, I, it's pretty much that, yeah. 1650. It's 1723. That's off by two seconds. I know. You know what I'm gonna do? When the <laughs> bell sounds, I'm gonna start I'm gonna start my stopwatch. <laughs> and see if it actually is. No, just so I know how much more time I have to suffer through a fucking match. Oh yeah, Bret Hart's supposed to be here. Maybe he'll come out and shut up Shane Douglas by saying like you're Shane, you're such a degenerate. Shane, you're such a degenerate. Well, I was coming out. He's teasing he that he was going to take his shirt off and wrestle. He is taking his shirt off. Yeah, but he ain't wrestling. No, no, no. It's Joey Legend. No, Shane Douglas, I'll take care of it for you because heroes never lie and legends never die or whatever he says. Right? What is this catchphrase? It's like... Heroes, something, and legends. And legends live forever. live forever. Legend said, I wanted to see you knock the little crap out of that punk Sabu. 
Their music's still playing in the background. Yeah, they don't play. There we go. So he's with Shane Douglas. Legend Shane Douglas tag team. Comments do not represent the World Wrestling All-Stars. No, no, no. If I sucked, I'd be playing rugby for your country, doing the haka, whatever that is. And then he did like a funny move. Well, I can see now how this show goes almost two hours, but let's say it's the facts here. If this if this match goes seventeen fucking minutes, Are you excited? That's, that's gonna get us to almost an hour and a half into the show. I know, and I didn't look at the main event. I just accidentally saw the Sabu thing. Former NWA World Tag Team Champion Legend just telling us all the great things that Shane Douglas has done in his life. All his great accomplishments. What are you deaf? Because they're doing the Someone just threw... People are throwing stuff in the ring, it looked like, or at least a couple things. I would too. They're doing the what chant because, you know, that's just what wrestling fans do when people talk too much and they pause. Especially in 2003. Right. Come on, start the fucking match. Okay, what are we doing here? Legend is telling him, you know, I know you don't want to risk it. You talk to the doctors here. What? 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 Wow, this is really, this is quite the segment right now. Oh, let me take your place in whooping Sabu's ass. See, this is why I didn't want to tell you the other match. Now it's spoiled. We we didn't know that that was going to happen. I don't give a fuck, man. Oh, wow. You're going to call him Jabu. <laughs> Like he did the job. That was funny. A double threat. Hmm. I've got one question to ask you. I like your style. Will you break Sebu's neck for the franchise? All right, come on. We're good on the fucking promo, okay? Let's. Thank you. Great. Let's wrap it up. He's all yours tonight. Look, he shakes his hand. Shane Douglas definitely just dead fish shook his hand. If you've ever shaken someone who gave you a dead fish in return, it's very awkward. Have you done that? I have never... Do, you know what I mean, though? Like, you shake someone's hand, and they kind of, like, have a floppy hand. Uh, yeah. Have you ever uh, shook someone's hand 
and then they they cup their hand very small. That way, it's totally awkward. Yeah, I've had that happen. I had a doctor that fucking did that to me every time. I would dread having. Wait, why did you shake your doctor's hand? Because he'd be like, uh, "Nice to see you, Bob." And I'd be like, "Oh, cool, yeah, man, let's shake hands." Wow, your doctor's very handsy. Here comes Sabu. So, Bob, you better get your timer ready. I am. I'm ready, dude. This sucks. I'm waiting for a bell. Legend going to the apron because he's a coward. Is this a note? This is a hardcore match or no? Not that I know of. It's gotta be, dude. Come on, get in the ring. Oh, Shane Douglas on commentary. He may have a bum elbow, but that doesn't mean he can't cut a promo. Right. There it is. Okay, I started it. In case you're wondering, we are now three seconds into a 17-minute match. <laughs> we're now we're 10 minutes and 30 seconds if you're following along on YouTube. Maybe it's the same amount of time. Who knows? Maybe, maybe they're ahead of us. If only they're so lucky. I don't know if I should have started the timer because I feel like this is going to cause it to go even fucking slower for me. Oh my goodness. Oh, who's calling Dallas? My mother, but sorry, I have to watch the WWA show. Maybe it's fucking legend calling you. Like, hey, brother, sorry you're watching the match. Yeah, sorry you're watching that, that, the Reckoning show. Yeah. Sounds like that was a mistake. I need some weapons. I need someone to get a steel chair and just smash me in the face for this decision. Full Nelson by legend. Devastating. Club Sabu from behind. Boring. No wonder this match was 17 minutes. They ain't doing nothing. Here we go. Right hand, right hand, right hand, right hand, right hand. Oh, okay. legend backs him up to the corner. Boom, jab, boom, jab, boom. Jab, jab, punch, choke. There's more intensity on the commentary uh, of these guys yelling than there is in the match. Oh, springboard, tornado DDT by Sabu. Nice. <laughs> he misses a fucking moonsault. That's fine. Oh. He doesn't miss a somersault diver before, though. That was nice. At the North Shore Event Centra. Well, I wasn't tired till this match. You weren't tired until this match? Yeah, I'm going to text my lovely girlfriend and say, could you make us some coffee? I've been tired since about one hour, 12 minutes, and 42 seconds ago. What the fuck? Awkward looking kip up clothesline by legend. One, two, kick out. That was incredible. That's nuts. Oh, wow. He's just really beating him up. Need some weapons, dude. 
It was really good. Disco fever. Legend stepping on the head of Sabu. Oh, look at him. Look at him do the thing. He did the little rugby dance thing again. Yeah, you gotta get that heel heat, brother. Uh, was it? Oh, wait, it was Mike Sanders. Mike Sanders was a baby face for the match with Legend. Right, which was like super weird. When he Legend. kicks Sabu's ass. And uses taunting, and then Sabu oh. shoves him off into the railing. To the floor. Gilbert is claiming that Shane Douglas was hit by a bus, and that's how he hurt his elbow. Uh-oh. Sabu looks like he's going to go for a triple jump. Yep, onto the onto legend on the aisle. Air Sabu. Sabu to side. Look at that sign, Bob. Got pussy? Oh, my God. 2003 at its finest. How do they allow this stuff? I don't know, man. Gilberti's claiming that Sabu's blatant disrespect for the rules is why ECW went out of business. What's more ludicrous, that statement or Electra saying on uh, pay per view number three that Francine was the reason why ECW went out of business? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> what, what a reference that Bob just pulled out. <laughs> 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 Electra saying Francine is the reason ECW closed. That's yeah. why. Yeah. You're the reason that ECW is not here anymore. Oh, my God. Legend hit a splash off the middle rope onto Sabu on the floor. Devastating. Sabu rolled into the ring. Come on, Legend won. So I'm, I'm, a, I'm believing this is a, an unofficial, officially, a hardcore match. I think that's fair. It's a Sabu match, right? Same thing when, like, Sandman wrestles. It's like, you know it's going to be that. Joe E. Legend's a huge fan. Sebu thrown to the floor. Break his neck. Come on, Sabu. I doubt Sabu loses his match, right? Legend spearing. They're saying Sabu is bleeding. Where? I don't know. They, Shane Douglas said he's just covered in scars, so I'm, right. I'm sure he was bleeding somewhere. Shane Douglas said he's bleeding. I love it. Ogawa. Get another soda. Yeah, I'm exhausted. I've been working a lot. I gotta watch this fucking bullshit. It's a rough night. We're almost through it, though. We only we only got, like, 45 minutes left. Ugh. You saying that, and I just looked at the time, and I just did the math in my head, 
and that means I'm going to be watching the show until almost 7.15. Isn't it interesting that the show we just watched for TNA, the December 17th, 2003 weekly pay-per-view, has the same main event as WWA The Reckoning? No. We're watching the same main event two week, a week apart. A week apart, but that this one happened almost six months before. Well, yeah, I'm saying, like, we, we watched the week before. Yeah, great. I can't wait to watch another Jarrett and Sting match. It's going to be the same fucking match. Sting's going to no-sell, and then he's going to win. He's going to be the NWA world champion. Great. Sabu's apparently bleeding right above the nose. He always bleeds right there, dude. It's always like the bridge of his nose gets cut open. Well, it's usually because he's he gets hit with a chair in the face. So, and his nose catches it before his head does. Stretch plumber? That's what you call that? It's a stretch plumber? I didn't know that. Toshiata Kawada what in all fu- Japan. Orange is just throwing out random names. Tokuwasha Kawada, who the hell? I mean, real. Bob, what's your timer at? Yeah, I was, I'm really afraid to look at it. I know, but I feel like if you started it, we kind of got to talk about it. We're at 8 minutes and 23 seconds. Oh, okay, that's a little bit further than I was thinking. For a 17-minute match. That means we just got... Just got past the halfway mark. Oh, God. Come on, man. We should, you know what? We should have watched this show in one and a, one and a half times, speed. <laughs> that would have been kind of funny. Because we'd be done. The rest holds. Oh! Vicious chair shot. Chair, chair. <laughs> It's funny. I'm watching. I have Nitro from '98 is on my TV for just for fun, and I just noticed that there's a sign that says "Mandy marry me," and then the other sign saying "Sharon divorce me." Classic. Okay, well, Clutch, this is one about 15 world championships. It's also not even all the way in. It's so. it's not. This is also a Steiner recliner. If he hooks his other arm. Oh, legend is fading. Oh, legend. Oh, is he passing out? Oh, probably not, because there's about seven more minutes in this match. Dude, I don't know. Were we, we tricked? Might, we might have gotten told the wrong I thing. The, ropes. the third drop lands on the rope. How convenient. I knew it. If only it was that easy. What the fuck was that? That was a lackluster kick of the chair to Legend's face. One, two, ah, oh, Legend right there. Front face like by Sabu. Legend's gonna toss him overhead with a suplex. Well, here, Bob, since, really a, that was not a Northern Lights, JD. Well, uh, since we have like seven minutes left, Bob, here's another note for you. You've been withholding notes this whole time. I don't have a lot left, so yeah. Oh, kind of. come on, man. Give it to me. What's up? Wait, we're fighting on the apron. We're about to go through this table. Hold on. 
Okay, well. Just oh, wait, no, we're about to go through the table. Oh, Hold on. oh! You know, he jumped over it. Oh, Legends. wow. I didn't expect this. Okay. As I was saying. So, WWA's, uh, this is from the June 2nd, 2003 Observer Newsletter. WWA's three-show tour ended with a pay-per-view event in Auckland, New Zealand, which we're watching right now, live. Yeah. Unifies the NWA and WWA titles. Uh, the show airs on June 8th in the U.S., as we've mentioned already. But aired live in Australia and New Zealand to almost no fanfare. The show was promoted on the NWA TNA pay-per-view a few days earlier that ran in Australia. No word if the TNA TV shows and pay-per-view next week will be will push the event which features several TNA wrestlers and it, it's guys. Uh, well, I'm not saying that line. There was no word given of the future of WWA tours at the venues, nor were any of the wrestlers told about a future tour. The shows drew poorly, even though the fans were there reacted well to the shows and the TNA guys seemed more over due to their presence as they are also on free television in Australia. Well, anytime they don't tell you about future shows, they should tell you what's going on. Hurricane Rana by Sabu off top rope. Springboard heel kick to a seated legend. But don't worry, that's not going to be the finish of the match because that we're only 12 minutes and 20 seconds into it. We got about five more fucking minutes. Sabu going to the top rope. Kilbury just claimed that Sabu one of these days will in fact kill himself. He just missed a diving headbutt made famous by a guy that actually did kill himself. And then Legend just kicked Sabu in the head. One, two, kick out. Oh. Oh, it's true. I think I only have one more big note, and I'm going to save it for the main event because it is relating to our buddy, the Stinger. Vote. Godzilla choke bomb. One, two, no. Sabu kicking out again. Come on, legend. Sabu has a heart the size of that ring. You got to beat him into submission. Shane Douglas saying he will not die easily. Really putting him over on commentary. Legend with a Vader bomb, but that was a really shitty block by Sabu in the chair. He should have just flung it at him. Right. He prevented the splash from taking place. Split like moonsault. Oh, the Arabian press is what Sabu calls that. JB is like a little Mike Tanay tonight, and it's pissing me off. Because you're not Mike Tanay, JB. Oh, I feel like JB's doing a lot better than like the first show he did. Yeah, I 100% agree with that. He actually is doing pretty good tonight. I'm just teasing him because... Oh... Oh, he dropped Sabu face first onto a chair. That Sabu set up and tried to run off of, but Legend countered. Cover. Oh my god, I thought that was going to be it. I was be it too. But Bob, what's our time? Well, I don't know. 14 minutes and 25 seconds. Wow, still about three minutes left of this. I know. <laughs> yeah, <I'll> say, <laughs> If I were to close my eyes for like 20 seconds, I don't think I'd wake up. 
Yeah, don't do that. Sit up. Move your recliner up, you motherfucker. Oh. <laughs> what? What? what Sebu Laden's legend on the table. Barely. He's barely on the He's table. On the edge. Like, why? Why use the whole table if you're not even gonna fucking lay him on it? This looks dangerous. Oh, 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 is Legend's face okay? Probably not. Holy crap, dude. I had to guess. Uh, here's another replay. Guys in the truck. Here it is. Boom. Perfect. Shall I start Reaper? He broke it in three. The legend's Sabu, like you done. gotta get him in the ring, I think, to win the match, pal. Will the ref stop counting? Will it be a count out? Oh, legend's kind of moving. Okay. Legends would definitely enough. We're at sixteen minutes. Well, and if you're watching along, we're at an hour, 26 minutes, and 33 seconds. One, two, kick out. Legend's got great heart. Oh, Sabu going to go for that triple jump moonsault, but Legend caught the leg. Sabu grabs the chair, slams it on Legend's head. Kind of missed his head, though. He just hit the mat. They got lucky with that camera angle, really, but. In the Arabian pie face is what Borash keeps calling I think he's making up names now. I do. Well, here I am, believing him. He's just well, if you hit someone with a chair, is it just an Arabian something? Because that's what he's it's saying. It's like an Arabian face uh, buster smash, whatever they call it. Superplex attempt? I don't think so. Looks like Sabu is going to throw him off, and conveniently there's a chair. Smashes him again with the chair. Legend just happens to lay down. He ain't going to reach him if he goes there. Barely. Barely got him, and if anything, that was even more vicious. And he pins him. So yeah, it looks like that match time was in fact correct. Shane Douglas with a broken forearm. Just forearm Sebu from behind. Okay, this is funny. Oh. Shane Douglas getting physical with that injured arm. Big running clothesline. This is uh, this is gonna be on the next WWE show, right? Just like the Jerry Lynn Eddie Guerrero match took place. Don't even bring that up. That's just depressing. I know that was actually a really cool moment, but it led to nothing. So yeah, it was funny. Your ass just got franchised. Wow, Shane Douglas is sweating. 
Also, I'd like to point out, I can't tell for sure, but I don't know if you can hear the commentary over the like arena speakers on this show. Oh, like the crowd would hear him? Yeah, usually they are. But this one, you can't, which is no, fucking it's good. Pretty, it's a traditional sense. All right, Dallas, it's that time. Guess what time it is. Uh, it's time for the main event, Bob. No, the other time. Oh, Bob's got to pee? Hey, all right, I will be right back. Bob can save it 30 more minutes. He just has got to do it. I do. I want to be able to enjoy this main event without having to (laughs) be like, oh, my God, am I going to piss my pants? Well, I'll try to uh, hold this together here as Bob goes and takes care of himself. Getting some beauty shots of Auckland. Looks nice. Haven't been. But getting some very nice shots. Overhead helicopter shots. It's been an incredible welcoming. So glad to have wrestling here. Long overdue, JB says. Uh, Okay, Glenn Gilberti or Disco is insulting the women. There's the beautiful city right on the shore. We're really trying to kill some time here. JB talking about how proud they are to be here. Let's go to David Penzer in the ring. Oh, it's a very special introduction. Oh, he's the CEO of World Wrestling All-Stars. Andrew McManus. Oh, no. Is this guy going to cut a promo here on the fucking pay-per-view? Well, he is the CEO, Bob, and here he is. Oakland, I want to tell you that Scott Steiner got stolen by Vince McMahon. Tonight is one of those moments. The trains are late. That's why there's nobody here. The true testament. Of what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. Who's it, Kelly Clarkson? Best there is. No, uh, what's her name? Best there was. And the best that there ever will be. Ladies and gentlemen, Brett, the hitman hot. Is Brett going to need assistance if he just recently had a stroke, or is he going to be able to walk on his own? No, he can probably walk at this point in time. Oh, wow. Brett, that's Ozzy Osbourne. Whoa. <laughs> wow. Yeah. With the glasses, the short hair. Holy shit. The leather jacket. You're absolutely right. <laughs> I'm honestly surprised that Brett is able to like walk it so well. I mean, I feel like a stroke tends to like mess up your equilibrium, doesn't it? That's a good point. Very rough couple months, and they gave him this little tiny stool thing to sit on. That's very nice of them. Nothing more to say. Let's turn it over to the hitman in the ring. Hi, my name is Elias. Oh, 
Hey, it's me. New Zealand. So happy to be here. I'm going to be the special referee for staying in Jeff Jarrett. And I'm not going to leave my stool. So rustle around me, folks. I'm in the middle of the ring. Took me a long time to get here. Thank you very much. Vince screwed Vince. And uh, it's just the way it is around here. I want him right now to do a complete career retrospective. Where do I start? All right, so it was 1979. I was, I was in the dungeon. <laughs> you stretching me. Oh, God. Okay, Brad, what are you going to say? I have to, Brad, give me something to talk about here. This is his first time in New Zealand that was mentioned on commentary as well. Oh, it is? I thought he repeated it before. He said it's... He hasn't been in front of a camera in a while, so it's not too easy for him. So it was last year he suffered the stroke. Oh. So we, McManus called him a few months ago. He was glad, happy to know that he was recovered enough to come and do this. This is the first time he's really come out in public and talked to anybody. He's talking to someone about a year ago, a month before he had the stroke. Who said this? So I think he said someone from WWE in Canada or something. That his stock is at an all-time low when they saw him on a WWE show. And someone in the crowd yells, bullshit. Bullshit. That's a pretty fucking awful thing to say to someone. Yeah, Brett, your stock's at an all-time low because you were on that WWE pay-per-view. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> That's that's wicked mean. No kidding. My brother Owen would have been really proud to see me sitting here talking he just, to all you people. Did he just get a cheap pop by mentioning Owen? Maybe. Watched the British Bulldog this past year. Also, Mr. Perfect Kurt Hennig, early in 2003. And recently, Miss Elizabeth was also around this time. Shoot on Lex Luger. Says they were all really nice people and we're really going to miss them. Brett likes to think of himself as a survivor. I survived Goldberg's kick. That lazy motherfucker ruined my career. 
piece of shit. Life is short and death is long. That's quite the quote. That's true. Because you're actually dead longer than you're alive. I feel like Brett's really bringing the mood down. Um, I mean, what was the mood before? Falling asleep, so. Yeah. I don't like that they should have just gave him a chair. Like, why is he got to be sitting on like a, it looks like a podium that you'd put it like a, a vase on. And why'd they have to bring out Andrew McManus to introduce Bret Hart? Because Andrew McManus got to get that pop, bro. Okay. Whoa, Bret. Bret cussing. He said he, he was worried about what he's going to wear or how he's going to look, but he doesn't give a shit about any of that. You guys ready for the main event? I thought someone was sneaking up from behind to attack him, but I think it's just McManus. What if Shane Douglas were to hit him with his cast right now? Thank you very much, New Zealand. Mr. Bret Hart. Ladies and gentlemen, Bret Hart. Who has, like, the most awful version of a theme song you could give Bret Hart. What if McManus were to be like, uh, thanks, Bret, for that great quote. And then speaking of uh, deaths, uh, WBA is uh, dead. Well, I, I fir- thought at first that he was going to come out here and say that. I can't get over you saying that he looks like fucking Ozzy Osbourne. The yeah. short hair really, like, solidified that. Yeah, but now I'm pissed off about it. Like, why'd you have to say that? Unbelievable. How exciting. How am I supposed to get so amped up for a Jeff Jarrett Sting main event when Brett was just talking about a bunch of deaths and, like, a stroke and stuff? Like, that doesn't seem fun. Well, we heard from the Stinger earlier, Stinger earlier as we know. But we're, we're going to go hear about Jeff Jarrett. Scott Demore, bald Scott Demore, interviewing Jeff Jarrett backstage. If you ever wanted to see a human Humpty Dumpty, well, it's Scott Demore. <laughs> this isn't his best look. Absolutely not. Uh, and you know he what? Would... I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't have said that if he hadn't fucking. If he were to release Explosion. Right. You represent your black back in black. Jeff Jarrett is walking in the ring, NWA World Champion, and he's walking out JWA and NWA World Champion. He's gonna unite the belts tonight. My, I feel like he almost walked into that wooden wall there. But I feel uh, I love a good Jeff Jarrett promo when he stammers over his words. Yeah, that was uh, that was not his strongest. I, 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 I'm the champion. Oh, here we go. Yeah. He's got his TNA team. It's my wall. There he is, man. Jeff Jarrett. Yeah. 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 
It's my world. Double J, slap nuts. It's my world. My world, my world. It's my world. Jarrett for American Idol. Nope. Pass. That's quite the sign. That ain't gonna work for me, dog. <laughs> That's a no for me. No for me, dog. Well, Bob, who's gonna win? Is it gonna be the Stinger? Is it gonna be Jeff Jarrett? Well, you know what, Dallas? I oh. think we gotta look at the positives. I don't think that Jeff Jarrett is gonna brawl into the crowd. Sting's got a different type of theme music this week. It's coming out to rock music. Oh, this is kind of weird. Yeah, zooming on the stage. Show us the stinger. Now Dallas has got chocolate milk. Chocolate milk with fluff on it. That's actually coffee, cause, but... It's because I need to get through the rest of this WWA show. How uh, how has Peach been behaving? Is she doing better or what? Um, you know, she hasn't bit me, so I think it's a win, man. She's still biting off the molding of your house. No. Ooh. Ooh, whatever's on the top of this is really good. It looks like fluff. I don't know what she did to this. I like it. Wow, she had fancy form and everything. Just in time for the Sting Jeff Jarrett main event. Is that a, is that a cold coffee? Uh, yes, it is. I prefer my coffee cold. I'll do with you. Uh, we're in an hour, 43 minutes and 16 seconds, if you're following along at home. So we don't have a lot of time left. So, Bob, before this match gets underway and we have a really great time, I'm going to give you my final note. Do it. Hit me They're about to do it. introductions. So, um, Well, I'm going to make you guess something first. How much do you think that Sting is earning on each show for this WWA tour? This loop of tours that's ending up here. So each what, show. Each show. Okay. I'm going to say 15 grand. Pretty close. 20 grand per show. I was going to say 20. Uh, he has not changed his mind regarding... Uh, spoiler. Uh, dropping the title on the next tour because he wants to do the right thing and isn't planning on returning. Now, this is reported on May 5th, 2003 in the Observer Newsletter. Plans could change. So this is just what Sting has got in his mind, okay? Um. He has said it's because he's going to WWE, even though there is no contract and, for the matter, no negotiations as of late. Uh, there has been negotiations in the past, but never seemed to be progressing toward a conclusion. So, at least as of early May, Sting is saying, I'm going to WWE, so I, I feel like I need to drop this title. So, he's saying he's going to WWE? According to the Observer Newsletter, Yes. Obviously, that doesn't happen. So can we think about that, though? Sting goes to WWE. We'll say, so this is May, probably be there by June. Right. That's weird. Um, 
he's getting twenty grand per shot here, and then he settles for how much for Tina? You're testing me, man. It can't be twenty. No way. I don't think it was. But the deal they settled was for four appearances also. It's the bat against the guitar. It's not even tuned. It's missing a string. Is mine missing a string? No. Wow, my, my Jeff Jarrett guitar has every string. Yeah, but your guitar is also broken. Yeah. It is the Slap Nuts one, though. It's pretty freaking cool. I don't I don't like to brag about it too much, but it's pretty freaking cool. How much did you pay for it? Uh, at the time, I only paid 150 for it. Oh, wow. That's not bad. Oh, and it's easily worth more than that. And I have all the pieces. It's signed. Does it say who he broke it over to the head of? No, I asked them. They didn't know. <laughs> I did message. I said, hey, do you, do you happen to know, like, what show it was on or anything like that? And I didn't get an answer. They didn't know, so... But I did try to get that answer. But what if it was the one that he hit Hulk Hogan with in Japan? I'd be sweating right now. <laughs> the fans have been hungry for this world title match, and then let me tell you, I've been starving for it. Me too. And actually, if you remember, Bob, we saw some footage and some like images of this match on a weekly TNA pay per view. Like, they talked about Jarrett going to this. They shared some video clips of Jarrett talking. And this is the match. Wade just said a ludicrous statement that these guys had a memorable match at Halloween Havoc a few years ago. Well, remember, that match had about 17 fake stings. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I don't know if I've seen that match, so. Uh, Yeah, you have. I have. Well, you watched all the 2000. You watched Halloween Havoc 2000. Which is okay, so that tells you how memorable it was. Yeah. Because I didn't even think I saw it. Whoa. Yeah. Wow, okay. Let's go slap nuts, champ. I like it. Let's go slap nut. I don't know, dude. There's something about seeing Sting in a ring that just gets me excited, and like, so I'm excited. Um, I feel like for me, Crow Sting does not do that for me. Really? Is it like Surfer Sting? Surfer Sting, I I really enjoy. Yeah. Oh. I don't know why. I don't. I don't know why Crow Sting doesn't really connect with me. That's really interesting. I I don't know if I've. Uh, I don't know if I've knew, known that before, that you were more of a surfer guy than a crow guy. Yeah. Hmm. Well, I feel like for the most part, surfers thing had a lot more charisma. Right. Well, I feel like like this version that we're seeing right here, like late WCW, like quote crow sting, has some of that charisma in it. He's he's yelling again yeah. more. Yeah. He's he, It's pretty much both into one. He's got the look that got him like to the extreme popular, but he's doing the care. He's got the characteristics of the surfer sting that people liked before. Well, and I think another thing for me with surfer sting is like, he had a, 
different look every match. Like right. Match. I agree with that. I agree with that. <laughs> Derek gets slammed on the announcer's desk. Gilberti's yelling at him, get in the ring, as if Gilberti should be talking, because two days ago, Sting just beat his ass. Yeah, but he did it probably in the ring. Oh, no. Am I going to get Chipotle for life? It's not in the TNA's Highland doesn't count, but Sting, oh, Jeff Jarrett jumps off and Sting hits him. We're in the bread basket. So oh, fuck. Oh, break it. I like how they have a fucking enormous TV. Gilbert is yelling, get him in the ring, referee. Get a box TV on their fucking announcer's table. That's funny. 2003, man. We officially have about exactly 10 minutes left of this show, Bob. Yeah. Hour, 49 minutes, 57 seconds. Let's do this. Probably five more minutes of the match, and the rest is probably go replay videos. That's right, because they do do like an outro on these shows usually. So that's a good point. Oh, is that a low oh, blood of Sting? Oh, that's a disqualification if I've ever seen it. Jared's stomping away. I believe, isn't it, like, the next week after this, Jared defense against Gilberti? Oh, is it? Let's check. I'm going to check right now. I will do a live fact check of that. Jared ramming uh, Sting into the corner for this first. We're talking about the... The after it actually is happening or the week after it airs? The May, like May 25th. So it would be like June 4th or whatever. Yeah, so June 4th. Bob. I should buy you lunch for this. Yeah. June 4th, 2003. Uh, Jeff Jarrett defends the NWA heavyweight title against Glenn Gilberti. Oh, bless shit. Spoiler. Damn it. Now we know who wins. Wow, that was really Bob, what else happens on that show? Well, I don't fucking know. Oh, come on. I'm trying to, <laughs> I'm trying to really test your knowledge. I couldn't fucking tell you. If I told you there was a number one contendership match for the NWA title, who was in the match? Two guys. Uh, Raven and AJ. Nope. Oh, wait. AJ and D'Lo. Yeah. I'm telling you, I've said it before, guys. Bob is a wrestling encyclopedia. Sometimes, not all the time. You're usually, if you're off by something, it's like a day, a few seconds, fucking the same kind, like uh, realm of person. Like Raven makes sense, but in like D'Lo, it's like, oh, yeah, they're all fighting for the title around this time. Like it still yeah. makes sense. Oh, boy, a sleeper hole. That's a Jeff Jarrett match. You knew this was going to happen. We're not in the asylum, though. I don't expect him to go into the crowd. No. Come on, Jeff. Get that submission. Let's go, Sting. Let's go, Sting. Sting got the crowd behind him. They're going nuts. There's a sign that says he just farted. 
Yeah. Scoop slam by Stinger off the ropes. Comes back with a splash, but... Oh, I knew it. I knew that up. Jeff was going to get his knees up. I fucking... Who's going to win this unification match? Who is going to leave with both WWE and the NWA championships? Could you imagine? Could you imagine if Sting won this and then he fucking wrestled Gilberti at the asylum? Dallas can't believe it. He's, he's stunned. He has no words. I, I really wouldn't know what to say. They both are up at the same time. Jarrett sending Sting of the ropes. Misses a clothesline. Sting ducks another clothesline. Shoulder block. Oh, no. Oh, Sting going to stagger. Blow, blow. <laughs> off of a shoulder block. They didn't even collide heads. I don't know how. He kind of does that too much. Well, we literally saw that on the December 17th show. That's what I mean. Come on, Jeff. That's double down. They're all both struggling to get to their feet. Uh-oh. Sting's getting ready for the Stinger Splash, oh. and he misses it. He was but thinking, he doesn't hit the post. Look, Sting's playing possum. He's got the guitar or the bat in his hand, though. I oh, saw him grab great. it. Oh, great. Here we go. He's going to smash it with the guitar. People are going to be shocked that he countered it, right? Oh, what? What? He just blocked the guitar with the bat. Oh, in the gun. Oh, DQ. DQ? You just hit him with a baseball bat. DQ? Another DQ. The ref is allowing this to go, go, Gilberti is saying. Sting just hit him about five times with a rubber baseball bat. How is he not about to win? <laughs> wait, wait, he hit the Stinger splash. Oh, the ref got in the oh. The referee got a singer slash, but by God, he can still fix whatever's in his ear so that he can hear when his spot is coming up. Scorpion death drop. But there's no referee. Oh, it's Legend with a guitar. Uh, I thought it was going to be Bret Hart. Rick Steiner comes in right behind him and stops him. This is going to be a tag match on the next tour. Rick Steiner and Stang against Joe E. Legend and Jeff Jarrett. So ridiculous. Because it would be. Stinger Splash to Legend. I think Rick Steiner's going to turn on him. Oh, my God. Come on, Rick Steiner. Turn on, on Sting. Dude, he's going to hit it with a guitar. I'm telling you. You mean going behind Sting? Oh, no. Oh, my God. He's going to hit it with it. Yeah, dude. You're about to win. Ready? Fuck you. And you have it. <laughs> Oh my god, he hit him wicked hard. I knew it. Rick Steiner, they've been long friends. Rick Steiner tried to kill Sting with vicious dogs at Great American Bash 1999. Jeff Jarrett just pinned Sting in his unified bull belts. That match, um, what's it? What am I, that sucked. Okay, so did you prefer uh, this match or the one on paper and the paper or last show? 
on the TNA show. Absolutely preferring to the TNA one. Yeah, I mean, I agree. And I do think, I feel like a lot, I hate to say this. Uh, I think a lot of the guys work lazy on the WWA shows. Oh, absolutely. Like, it, they, it just really feels that way. And I don't, I feel like that's a shitty thing to say, but that's how it feels. I think they took advantage of, uh, advantage of McManus. Got a payday. Worked the house show style matches on every show. And that's then- a, yeah, house show style matches, yeah. NWA TNA sign right there. Why? Why? Uh, for American Idol, they're in New Zealand. Why it's is popular. she watching? Why is she watching American Idol? Isn't there like a New Zealand Idol? Oh, I don't know the answer to that. It usually is. Well. Wow. That sucked. Yeah, it wasn't great, but Jared's getting all these fireworks on all this. And unlike AAA recently, if you're listening to our news and notes when we cover the shows, they actually got the footage of some of this stuff. And like I said, they showed it on the pay-per-view. Thanks for watching The Reckoning. And here's your highlight thing where you're going to go through. Well, Bob, as our highlight package is uh, going on, I mean, what'd you think of that show? Thumbs up, thumbs down, thumbs in the middle. I'm going to say thumbs down. Really? Yeah, I can safely say that's a thumbs down. Well, if you want my opinion, Bob, I'm going to give it a thumbs up. No, you're not. No, I'm not. (laughs) Although, although, I didn't hate myself as much as the other ones. Yeah, I mean, I can see that, but it's just these these shows have been fucking boring. Yeah, I mean, realistically, uh, I I was gonna say thumbs in the middle, but I need to be I need to be honest with myself, and it wasn't. It was a thumbs down show. Yeah, absolutely. You can't sit there and say thumbs in the middle. If you were to say thumbs in the middle, I would never believe a word. You lose all credibility for me. But like I, I said, I, I let your bias. With the with TNA go, but if you were to start having a bias towards WWA because there's TNA guys on it, <laughs> I'd question. I'd question. To be fair, the that the X Division Cruiserweight match was pretty good. That best, was a good match. Best one on the show, I think, easily. There were a couple of good spots with Sabu in Legend. Um, but aside from that, no, the show sucks, man. It's boring. I can't believe I survived two hours watching it because I'm dead tired. Yeah, I uh, it was a lot, but you know what? Like you said, we survived. We got through it. That's our final WWE bonus episode. And just for funsies, Bob, we watched five shows. The Inception, The Revolution, The Eruption, The Retribution, and now The Reckoning. And out of all of those shows, every single one of them was a thumbs down. Yeah, you would have thought that after the first batch show, maybe we'd stop. And then maybe after the second one, we'd stop. The third one, there's no way we're going fourth. And then the fourth one, they're probably like, dude, give it a rest. There's no reason for the fifth one. But by God, Dallas and I, when we start something, we complete it. And that's why here on the TNA Crossline Podcast, by God, we will watch every fucking 
NWA TNA show. And then we're going to watch every fucking TNA show. And then we're going to watch every GFW show. And then we're going to watch At, every I, Impact Wrestling show. Well, don't go too fast because, yeah. Yeah, GFW. Yeah. We're watching the whole run. Okay. Yeah. It's literally yeah. never going to stop. Ever. Um, but yeah, you know, that happened. We got through it. And uh, if you're listening in uh, order with us here, and you're not just randomly listening to the show, although it doesn't really matter what I'm about to say, but next week on December 31st, there's n- another break. Holy shit, another break. So me and Bob will be covering 2003. It'll be our year in review episode, just like we did in 2002. We're going to go through our favorite wrestlers, our tag teams, feuds, and we're going to talk about all of our favorite mon- moments and our least favorite moments from 2003. And hopefully there'll be no WWA talk on there. But I think that's going to be a lot of fun. And uh, I hope you'll join us for that. And then continue joining us as we head into 2004, which will eventually lead to some of my favorite stuff in TNA. So I'm really looking forward to uh, starting 2004 in just a couple weeks, Bob. Yeah, I mean, like I've said, there's some stuff I'm really not looking forward to. And if you you love my negativity... It's coming. It's coming. Because there's a few shows... And it's really just like World X Cup bullshit. Oh, t- don't tell them what you don't like. It's the theme. There's a theme. Let it just happen. Guys. What? Let it just happen. Naturally. <sighs> Maybe I'm just going to get sick and then hopefully find a replacement for the shows that I don't want to watch. Yeah. I mean, I hope not, but. Um, I'll, I'll have Screech be on the show. Uh, anyways, if. <laughs> if. <laughs> If you watched along, let us know what you think about the show, or if you've seen it before, or even live, let us know. Give us a, you know, send us a tweet or a DM over at Cross the Line TNA over on Twitter, or TNA Cross the Line Pod on Facebook. And that's all I got, Bob. Take us home. I'm so glad that I no longer have to watch WWE. Sweet victory. All right. Well, until the next bonus episode, whenever that may be, aside from the year in review, for Dallas Gridley, I'm Bob Conley Jr., and this has been the TNA Cross the Line Podcast. Another slap in the face. I know this time of the year as a revolution. Slap in the face.